0: There's only one surefire way to get fugitives out of a foreign building. Blasting death
1: metal. Respecting the law! Respecting the law! Copyright law! Copyright law! A bit too aggressive, a bit too doom-laden, a bit too subversive. So let's lighten the mood here a little. Madness on the BBC! Ow! W- was that it? <laughs> Oh, don't be nervous, son. Just slow down. It's supposed to sound that way. Oh, my fiancé wants the Swing Kings.
0: Oh, you're so lucky. My fiancé wants the heavy metal band Carcass. Oh, is that spelled with a C or a K? Oh, my God, it doesn't matter. They're both great. <laughs> she booked the Swing Kings on the day of our wedding and said I couldn't have them back unless I gave her the dress. <gasps> does that mean Carcass is available? <laughs> Hey, there's this
1: extreme metal band playing over at Labyrinth tonight. Just real fucked up noise. They don't even have a name. You want to check it out? Yeah, man. Let's let's go catch some decibels, huh? You cut me. I bleed metal. Great. Fucking listen to this. This is fucking like being operated on by a chimp with a hard on and a hacksaw. Radical stuff. Yeah, you know that's exactly how I feel about the clean job legislation. I don't know if you know, but uh, Sushi and Sweet, they've been playing the drums a bit, and they wondered if we could, like, play along with you. Would That's that be okay? The, yeah, sure. Do across there, Sushi, to your kit, and give yourself four in on the bass drum. Go on. Okay. You know Metallica? You know, <laughs>
0: Yeah, ooh. <laughs> ooh, yeah. New bones, all this, yeah.
1: Welcome to, then, Rate the Greats with myself, Mark Howes, and Mr. Saul Henry. Hello. So, uh, we're going to be doing... There's this website, you see, besteveralms.com. And we're going to randomly spin the wheel every week and pick an album considered to be great. And we'll have a little listen and decide whether we think it's a hit or if it's a bit shit. Uh, so... Uh, this week, our first album we've got is going to be Metallica. But before we get into that, Saul, who are your favourite bands? Let's get into a bit of that. Who oh are we? Oh, shit. I didn't expect you two. to... Just think
0: of just two. Just think of two. Um, oh, man. I really love Alice in Chains, uh, despite the fact that they've not released a good album in, like, 20 years. Well, there's a reason for that. Uh, y- well, there is a reason for that, maybe, yeah. Um, and... I really really big fan of the uh, the hip hop artist, y man, uh who goes by the name of Doom. Doom. Doom as it sounds. Uh I guess it's
1: not spelled in a weird.
0: Uh it's D O O M, but he he does th- things under lots of uh monikers, uh like uh Naruvian Doom or uh, uh under MF Doom and
1: so you'd say you're a 90s grunge slash hip hop would be your traditional areas of expertise
0: yes plus incredibly obscure uh kind of (laughs) mid-2000s british indie bands like who uh why do you need to keep asking me all these questions i'm
1: just pulling Um, it out just uh giving whoever's listening a sense of who we are oh
0: like okay right um I have no idea. I can't think the of an too example obscure for that. Even you remember. Too obscure for even me to remember. I'm looking, I It doesn't help that all my music's over the other side of the room and I can't see it. Ella Fitzgerald. I really like Ella Fitzgerald. She's a very obscure two um, thousand yeah, British indie. She band, is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, traditionally, I'm a metally guy, but uh, yep. my favorite bands will be uh, the Mountain Goats and the Dillinger Escape Plan, which is a bit of. A, but yeah, I'm a similar to you. I think ni- mostly 90s rock and metal and a bit of the old hippity-hop. But uh, yeah, I think I was a little narrower in my tastes looking at your uh, your wall of CDs over there. Which one day we might take a picture and post it up. It is rather impressive. But uh, so yeah, this week we're doing Metallica because we couldn't spin the wheel Live, obviously, because this is the first time we've done it. Oh, it says something about mm. Doom on my screen. And that's weird. So what number? <laughs> what number was it that? Uh, oh, Metallica appeared point. on. That's a good point. We uh, we <coughs> and which and there. which of their many
0: many fine albums is it?
1: Uh, well, it's the album known as the Black Album, but it's name is actually Metallica. So this is the overall rank, the 157th best album of all time, according to Best and the second. Best Metallica album after Master of Puppets, which came in at number 90, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Did you have this album?
0: Did I have the album, or did my sister have a cassette copy that I (laughs) recorded from her? Um, My memory is going back to to the whole Napster thing of the early 2000s, and I'm going to say, no, I only ever listened to the copy my sister owned, which she had bought (laughs) <laughs> just just to prevent <laughs> lars Ulrich turning up my at my door demanding money
1: did you ever have any metallica albums metallica
0: yeah I, I did have uh, a couple um i had the one with the the big judgy woman on it and justice for all that's yeah. the one um and number 292 by the way thank you um and um then, a, a couple of years ago, I did buy some more recent Metallica albums. And by more recent, I mean post-1993, um, or whenever this was released. Uh,
1: well, this is 91. Is it 91? That's 91, yeah. Oh. Um, so I was always a Megadeth guy. You know, there was a split. I was always a Megadeth kid. And my brother was the Metallica one. He had the Unjustice for All cassette. He bought it in uh, HMV before we went on holiday one time, I remember. And I was not keen. <laughs> I mean, I liked one. What, I think we've G- seen the one video on Beavis Butt or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was pretty kick-ass. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I was a, I was Team Mustaine. It was only a bit late, I think. I like, I like Weird Metallica, though. I like the ones that no one else seems to like. Like I really like the Load Era. Yeah. I think they're really interesting records. I mean, everyone hates Sin Anger, to be fair. And like that s and I thought they were best when they had Short Avenue and they were coked up. Really? Uh, I well, know. I don't
0: think I've even listened to that. I know the, the St. Anger one, I've, I've genuinely never listened to on the grounds that I was told to, to avoid it at all costs.
1: It's not that bad. It's just too long. It's just like every song's like seven minutes for no real good reason. Someone, I think someone did like a mix on YouTube where they cut out all the superfluous repeats and it's not a bad record. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 28 minutes long. Uh, right, so you're getting to black then. So uh I yeah. pull up my old I, notes
0: there. I did have uh, a couple of Metallica t-shirts. I invest I've definitely invested more in Metallica t-shirts in my life than in their albums. Uh <laughs> they have cool shirts. Because they had cool shirts and and because I may have uh got copies of their albums. Um but subsequently bought proper ones at full price later. Um, back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, but I had this I had a really beautiful um Metallica T-shirt, which was black, and it, it 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 was like the physical fabric representation of the album cover. So it was a black T-shirt, but then all over it it had a huge print in slightly off black ink, um, in th- oh, like but slightly snake, raised um, as like the snake on it. Nice. Um, and then it had Metallica in red on the on the breast, um, and it was pretty pretty awesome T-shirt be fair
1: I don't think I've ever got I don't think I've ever bought a Metallica shit that's strange because like I've had like times where I've been really into Metallica no I don't think I have yeah.
0: have you have you seen them live they're one of the bands that I'd, I'd like yeah. to see but
1: twice I saw on the Death Magnetic tour it was in like 2010 or something or 11 I suppose that was really great it was down at the O2 like fucking but I was in the rounds so they're playing in the middle of the arena Oh, okay. You when know,
0: like when you, when you say oh two I'm I'm thinking of the, the oh, no, what what two I two call one the, one lead, one. the Leeds the Leeds Town and Country yeah. Club um, as well
1: and I saw him at Sonosphere as well in when it was that like twenty thirteen I guess or fourteen maybe. Uh yeah, fucking bananas though, like lasers and they have these enormous LED screens and stuff with the big walkways and everything. It's it's a real show. What's
0: the Sonosphere?
1: It's, it was a festival. In fact was I tell Telegraph has something to do with booking it for a okay. bit. But um, I can't believe you it was the Prodigy, Metallica, and Maiden were the headliners. But it was like were there, and oh, okay. The other bands. <laughs>
0: they... <laughs> the other bands that I were know, there. The Wait, can, ones... Go on, mention some more bands. Mention some more that band Tyra names. Teenage Riot was n- there. N- now, now that you're on the spot, it's really difficult to think of uh, band names. Like Eleven if someone Tales were End? to say, Frank n- name a really obscure mid 2000s indie reasons. band. There you go. two that <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, I've always had a, a soft spot for Metallica in a, you know, look at them dickheads kind of way. But yeah, yeah I've always liked them. They can write a tune. There's nothing, and you can't really argue with. Um, I mean, this album, sixteen million sold, and God knows how many downloaded since. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty good for uh what before this was just like a thrash band. Let's see, and it's some released his lead single on July twenty ninth, nine eight one, and that's only got to like sixteen. That's not great performance for a single, really. So for this to get that, when you were saying earlier, you were looking at the figures and like it sold almost as much as, you know, Jackson in Finland or something.
0: Yeah, that, that that's that's the best statistic I've I've found, uh, which is that uh, according to the Wikipedia's. Um, uh, this album by Metallica is the fifty most fiftieth most popular album ever, um, whereas uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller is uh, number forty-one, having sold uh, it sold one hundred nineteen thousand thin- um, <laughs> versus one hundred twelve thousand for Metallica, but no. it, it has had an extra seven years. So, oh, that's th- true. There is that.
1: Although no one's really buying records anymore, so I don't think. Well, except you, apparently. <laughs> Single only keeping the industry afloat over there. Um, so you must have, um, when you looked at the track listing then, did you think, oh, yeah, I got this. Or you're like, I don't remember these songs at all. Besides the singles, I mean.
0: I think to me, um, I, I'm terrible at remembering the names of songs anyway. But uh, like since the advent of MP3s and digital stuff, then I've become even more detached from song names, yeah. I know. Um, because it's like you know, w- when I uh, had this uh, album on cassette, uh, I'd, I'd sit and I'd look at the liner notes on my sister's copy um, and like read through everything and and like go, "Ooh, who produced this?" and you know, being a nerd and like read the lyrics, which I, I seem to recall were on the on the inside, um, and like really pay attention, but like. In the last 15 years, 10, 15 years, like, I've never looked at liner notes. Even if I buy physical copies of stuff, I don't really look at liner notes Is it anymore. Was liner
1: notes? I always thought it was linear notes.
0: Linear notes? Am I. Why Am, would it I, be am I, I. Just changed notes? dimensions? Is
1: this. Uh, what's it called where you change dimension? There's like a thing for it. Um, Mandela effect. Mandela ah, effect the thing?
0: Mandela effect. Yeah. With the uh, Bernstein bears. Brunstein bears? The Bear Bernstein,
1: yeah that's right yeah, The that's Berenstein it. Bears I thought there's like some film with in or something like the comedian but it didn't exist uh, Ah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard Shazam that or something Yeah, yeah Well how about that? Look at that, I've changed dimensions It's good you I didn't say linear notes first and you were like I don't know what I'm talking about
0: Yeah, because no one's going to know now
1: Wow Well yeah, but you know
0: <laughs> So yeah, the liner notes The liner on, notes On the liner um, of the physical copy, then um, like I, I don't bother reading them. You know, I, I've bought I've bought CDs this year, but yeah, I've never do never looked at the put liner notes. in. I have no idea because I don't look at them.
1: <laughs> Good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so they might do. You know, for all I know, every band now has a naked picture on the inside of the liner notes. Awesome.
1: Um, but but how would I know? How would we know? I guess we wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe that's the. Uh, so I'm just looking at this now. we are talking about Line Notes and the, produ- the producer. The big thing with this record was that Bob Rock was producing it. He was never really that much of a metal guy, although he did the Motley Crue records by the looks of things. And the cult records. And besides that, not a lot. I mean, did he's he the do bon some Jovi Bon Jovi? Guy. Yeah. 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 Brian Adams. This is after Metallica, but American Hi-Fi he did. He did the bubble. What's the bubble? Michael Bubble
0: oh michael bubble yeah big michael bubble ah but, I, um, I was talking to someone about michael bubler the other day and they were trying to convince me that uh that his music was, was worth considering um so i i thought if, if, if you know fingers crossed is it he's in he's in the list he's in the it. list and we get to review one of his mighty mighty albums <laughs> but they were doing it in a completely genuine and heartfelt way of you know he's a nice guy he's got a nice voice a nice he does nice songs
1: He's got, he's a,
0: apparently, is he, totally apparently he is a lovely guy off, I'm
1: sure he is off yeah. track with the bubble now but I just <laughs> think like because he does the swing stuff but his voice isn't deep enough for swing no it's weird yeah. he's got a pleasant enough voice but eh the yeah. bubble yeah. so yeah Bob Rock was producing this one and uh, from watching the documentaries and you know I've read a couple of biographies about Metallica and stuff apparently kind of the thing was you know, their, their management wanted them to like, go to the next level and Bob Rock thought that meant slowing them down cause, you know before that they'd been, especially on Unjustice 4, like yeah, yeah straight up thrash, very cold, long songs, complicated, and Bob Rock made them slow down and that opened up James's voice and the songwriting and that. So, uh, I mean, it works monetarily. So let's have a see if it worked, uh, we think, artistically. So what's the first? And a Sandman, I guess. many times can you listen to enter sandman right i mean this is one of those songs that i've heard so many times i don't even hear it anymore yeah
0: i i think for me it, it's it's not an album that i've listened to that much uh of late up uh, well up until the last week or so since you told me i needed to um and it but it, it was instantly familiar it really was it was yeah just one of those th- things i think i've listened to enough times that as soon as it came on i, I was able to just pull from memory all of the lyrics well how many I times guess.
1: have you must have been in a club or a bar or something and this is on everyone always loves it but I've, ju- I've just heard it too much yeah. I can I mean it's pretty it's, it's pretty obvious it's a great song i mean it was when well, it say, it on number 16 or something and peaked in the top 10 in Australia allegedly um oh no that was don't Tread on me never mind we'll get them <laughs> uh, apparently a little fun fact kirk hammett nicked the riff from heart's magic man but i don't know if that's true I neglected to listen to that
0: out. The be- the beginning riff, like the opening. Apparently, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we could have a listen. Yeah. Should we have a listen? Should we have a, have a listen? Let me pull that up on YouTube real quick. We'll yeah. get to the bottom of this. and then kirk's talking ship yeah well we got to the bottom of that um <laughs> uh, but yeah it's a bit of a classic innit? it we've got to say it's a hit this song it's, yeah you can't really argue against it can you i guess anything else to say about enter sandman
0: i the only thing i was going to say was you, you talked about like as soon as you you know you hear it in a pub or a or a club and uh the main thing that occurred to me was the last time i was in a, a club uh sorry in a pub that uh, had a, a what do you call it a jukebox machine uh, and it was quite a rocky pub and i hadn't really registered cuz i'm a bit oblivious to these things and i put on uh, california love by tupac Been
1: game ten years, Ever since was wearing and they me and watched me looking like a Rob it's
0: all good which only lasted two and a half minutes, um, because California, because, it, because they they kind of kicked it off the jukebox system. Oh, really? Is, yeah, it didn't go down too well in that in that rock club. That that <laughs> beautiful hip hop song.
1: Beautiful. Here. I, I cast down that sampling it. I don't mind it. Anyway, we're going to... Oh, really? Yeah, cast down that. California yeah. Uh, I California, yeah. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the thing. California. Yeah, I don't know why it winds me up. Real good to the homeless. South Park reference there. Uh, another fun fact. Apparently, the original lyrics were about cot death, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the label was like, uh, maybe not, <laughs> James we turn mm-hmm. that back. They had to Bob to have a word with him. And Dave Mustaine from Megadeth reckons that Hetfield was intentionally screwing with him by doing the, you know, the Lay Me Down to Sleep, Pray the Lord My Soul. Because it that was always Mustaine's idea when he was in Metallica. And then uh, he did it himself in the song Go to Hell, which was on the, uh, hang on, Bill and Ted soundtrack. Oh, that, that. The um, second one, Where they Go to Hell. That taught him a lesson, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Dave really got Hep- his own back there. Yeah. Yeah. Hetfield
0: shaking in his boots. Yeah, sold 10 million his, copies of his, his record. Billion dollar boots. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so next on the album is, let's see. Sad but true, of course. I think it's a banger. The only thing, uh, the only problem I got with this is it doesn't have drag on, doesn't it? Jeez. How long is it? It's, it's uh,
0: five and a half minutes long.
1: But there's only like two riffs in it. Oh, my yeah. God, I get it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's pretty badass, I think. It's crunchy. It's iconic. It's that thing that Lars always does. He got in the habit of doing this. In fact, he's been doing it for ages. He was just like a, a crash on the, I think, what would it be on the two, I guess, or Da, 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 dun, dun, he does it all the time. And I think he started really getting into doing it around this time. I mean, there's probably some drummers out there now like, uh, actually, it's... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be right, I'm sure. Actually, I think you'll find that's called the
0: Pritchard Phil. <laughs> <laughs> First used by James Pritchard mm-hmm. in 1963's um, Eagles B-side song. And I and know that da, the da, Eagles da, probably da, weren't da. around in the 1960s, but yeah. Yeah, they Were they? Yeah. I don't know enough about the Beagle- the beagles, the beagles. <laughs> um, or or other sailing really ships. Up, there's an Eagles
1: tribute band <laughs> called the Beagles. There must be
0: <laughs> where everyone's dressed as Charles Darwin, but doing covers of Eagle songs. That's
1: great. We're, uh, we're gonna have to do it now.
0: Yeah, it, we, but you'd have to do it um, like themed around Darwin. So like, you, uh, instead of Hotel California, it would be Hotel Galapagos. Maybe, but there's a thing there. Let's work on that and let's workshop <laughs> yeah. it and get back to people next time. So sad but true. Thoughts? Uh, it's all right. It's a bit ploddy, like you say. It's a bit. Uh, this could easily have been half the length. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, it's a good song.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Bob Rock asked when they were playing the songs for him, like, why don't you try tuning this down a little bit? And apparently, they're like, "What do you mean?" They thought that E was just the lowest note. <laughs> so he had to play them, uh, Doctor Feelgood, because he produced that, the Motley Crue song. I was like, "Look, this is in D. You can play in lower notes." And apparently, that blew their minds. Although i have seen contrary evidence that they're actually playing some songs in D on, on Justice or something as well. But that's the, the story. Is the legend is that they didn't realise they could tune down to make it heavier? Really? Apparently. Apparently, that's how they. I mean, I did get that from uh, 15 Facts About the Black Album. None of which was it's not actually called the Black Album. Oh. Meh. Meh. The White Album's not really called the White Album, is it? Weezer's first record's not called Blue.
0: But the Green one's called Green, yeah?
1: No, it's just called Weezer. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what's next? Holier Than Now.
0: so that was holier than thou holier than thou yeah yeah which is um like a competition that they do in the village near me um <laughs> around like who can have the most holly around the door um and then like the vicar goes around and judges to see who is holier than thou
1: is that why i had to climb in the window yeah i wondered what that was all about yeah very quickly out there
0: i've i've got it up early this year <laughs> you never know <laughs> when start the, early, yeah yeah you never know when the vicar is going to come around and uh, measure your holly Uh, Holier Than Now, Um, interesting fact about the the song Holier Than Now, it's one of only four songs on Metallica's Black album that doesn't have its own Wikipedia page.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. Mm. Uh, There's probably reason for that. It's fine, isn't it? It's more like a bit classic Metallica, a bit more kill them all. It is. It's
0: it's faster and to me, it's a bit more energetic and it grabs a bit more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's not much there after that. It's fine. I'd pass it. I'd give it a hit. But yeah, it,
0: it, it, was this like the the punk song from the album? Because it's three and three minutes forty eight seconds. long. I
1: guess I think they needed to do something for the the old fans, yeah. Especially with what's coming up next. <laughs> Even if you know a bit about Metallica and, and you can't remember what this song sounds like, it, yeah, it sounds like you'd expect it to.
0: Yeah, close your eyes and imagine what Metallica sounds like. That's, yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was alright, wasn't it? Now just do that for 3 minutes 48 seconds. Yeah, it sounds
1: like a band that you'd watch who really liked Metallica would write it. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's fine. Uh, Then, oh, wow, this one really blew some fans. The next song we've got on the album is, of course, The Unforgiven. Uh, the Unforgiven. What do you think?
0: It's all right. It's uh, it, it goes on a fair bit. It
1: does go on a bit. Um, and I, a
0: bit. To, to be honest, it's six and a half minutes. I, I, I kind of get it confused a little bit with the other versions of the same song that they've done a few times, um, and they all well, kind of blur now. a little. Yeah, they all kind of blur a little bit in my head, apart from the third one, which doesn't really sound that much like it. Maybe, but
1: I like I like all three actually. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a great song. Really pissed off the old fans. Because uh, it was
0: too slow and twiddly?
1: Well, they always said they'd never do this, like a, a, a ballad and everything. They always swore they'd never do it. They also said they'd never do a video, and then they did one and went against that, and they said they'd never do a ballad and use strings, and then they did that. Yeah. So I think they just pissed uh, pissed off all the old hardcore fans doing this. But uh, Apparently as well, let me see, it was the quote. Uh, in an interview with... Chris Jericho, Hetfield said, Bob, I've never really sung before. I've just kind of, oh no, Bob Rock said this, sorry. I've just kind of yelled. So Bob Rock played him uh, Chris Isaac and said, on oh, Nothing Else Matters on The Unforgiven, I want you to sing like this. So apparently, and you can kind of hear it when you know that. There's bits where you think, oh, that does sound a bit like Wicked Game. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. That makes sense. And they've never could, really done this before. I mean, there's
0: to, is. Is this the bit where we could just drop in a little bit of... Uh, of someone... Wicked Game.
1: Wicked Game. Sure...
0: See, and Dang it sounds it. like that, <laughs> and it's quite yeah. I can definitely hear what what you're what you're
1: referring to, but it wouldn't have occurred to me on my own. No, I've never heard it before, and I've heard the song a hundred times. But uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's uh, I don't really know what it's about. Maybe I should have looked into that. Oh, that's unforgiven too. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> it Even says because I'm unforgiven too in it, doesn't it? That's yeah. how you know it's unforgiven too. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's good. I like it's got a bit of like a Americana twang to that guitar there in the beginning. It's it not cowboy related, is it? Is it cowboyish? Well, it sounds a bit
0: cowboyish. It sounds a it? bit cowboyish. Bring it and, up on and, that Wikipedia. And, would you? And and up, isn't, isn't there a film called The Unforgiven? There is. There is. Which is a thing. Uh, it's described here as being a power ballad by the American heavy metal band. Metallica oh, yeah. oh. uh nothing about themes uh it says it's spawned two sequels uh, uh doesn't really say much about the themes really uh, l- uh large oil rig said that. Uh, the band wanted to try something new with the idea of a ballad. Instead of the standard melodic verse and heavy chorus, uh, as evidenced on the previous ballads, Fair to Black, and Welcome Home, Sanitarium and One, the band opted to reverse the dynamic. Well, I think you will find Wikipedia can.
1: Oh, that's it then.
0: Or TurboMonkey417. <laughs> um, can type that in and wait for someone to correct it. Um... Uh, so the band opted to reverse the dynamic with heavy distorted verses and a softer melodic chorus played with undistorted electric guitars. Oh they make electric guitars nowadays.
1: Yeah, you plug them right in.
0: Whoa. Yeah,
1: right into the wall.
0: Ah. But no, it doesn't really say anything about why it's called The Unforgiven or whether or not it's a bit based on that film. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'm just getting confused with uh, John Bon Jovi and Young Guns could be
1: they should wrap it up on the next album with The Forgiven it's been forgiven though.
0: yeah yeah it's been a long time <laughs> um, and you know it's cost us all a lot of heartache I think it's time we, we just kind of forgave you and we all just moved on yeah he hasn't been forgiven uh,
1: three um, times yeah I mean and he's clearly not going to forget is he Wow, well, he's ball bent out of shape about it. it's James bless him yeah but yeah, I give this a hit. It's uh, so far this album's doing all right. I mean, Holy than Now is a bit, yeah, it's fine. And what we got next? Let's see where we're going next. Track five, which is
0: uh, "Wherever I May Roam."
1: Basically the song, yeah, all of that mid pace, yeah, really in the pocket.
0: For a song that's called Wherever I May Run which implies lots of movement and freedom, it's pretty
1: linear. Yeah, doesn't really go anywhere, does it? But I don't know, it's got a groove. I think it's, I mean, it is nearly seven minutes long, which is possibly overdoing it.
0: Possibly overdo
1: it, overdoing it. I like it. that, the sort of sitar. <laughs> At the beginning, and then when that da, 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 when the riff kicks in, it's crunchy. I do like it. I think I think Headfield sings his tits up on this one as well.
0: Do you think though that there's there might be a video online of a cat um, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow meow meowing uh, at the beginning of the song?
1: <sighs> get your cat back in here. Let's get her to do it. She's gone. Yeah, she's buggered off. Actually. Yeah, yeah
0: um but yeah i mean it, it's all right it does what it says on the on the on the record label um but yeah it, it to me it's just a bit it's pretty much bang in the middle of the album and uh we'll just wait, like it, w- you know? wait for the cassette to stop and we'll turn the other side over
1: <laughs> it, that, i suppose this would be wouldn't it yeah well these are like this is the first you know cd era though isn't it i guess no i suppose you get the next one wow Like I say, we had this on cassette. Right. You might have um you might have skipped this next one then. Don't tread on me. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Don't tread on me. That's
0: fine, isn't it? It's alright. I mean you could probably it's probably quite good to plod to. Like Flaunt. you know, if you if you're on the the running machine thing at the at the gym and you want something kind of <laughs> mid pest that isn't going to push you too much, uh, but where you're not walking, uh, it it's this song, you yeah, know, and it'll song. keep you to the beat four for uh, what four is it? Four minutes. four, it's four not minutes, that long, really. I don't
1: know. No, it's fine.
0: It, it it's kind of a li- little interval in in between the the bits where you run fast. Yeah. Don't treadmill on me. <laughs> don't treadmill on me.
1: It's sort of, I mean, this is the one that everyone hates of this album. So Who is saying, it? Yeah, this is, well, not that everyone hates, it's just not ever. I mean, I was when I looked at the track list and I was like, what? All right, yeah, shit. They never play it live You'd or forgotten that like it that. existed. It's just, apparently, it was a reaction to uh, the anti American tone of Unjustice Raw," which they caught some flack for, of the bikers and boozers. So apparently, Hepfield says, and I quote, and I'll do my Hetfield voice, this is the other side of that, yeah. <laughs> I won't do that, boss. <laughs> America's a fucking good place. I definitely think that, and that feeling came about from touring a lot. You find out when you like about certain places, and you find out why you live in America. Even with the bad fucked up shit, it's still the most happening place to hang out. Happening. Happening place to hang happening out. Happening place to hang out. So I think that was in. It's yeah, it's pretty cliche. It's pretty clumsy, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to say this is not a hit. It's it's okay. It's, uh,
0: I mean, it's no no step on snack. um. <laughs> Which is is a, a much better internet meme, um, but, but yeah, yes, yeah. you could say it's that right.
1: I mean, it's inspired the album artwork, didn't it? This one, that's the don't tread on me snake there.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's true. From the the Ganston flag, is,
1: it, is it a Gans it's, Yeah, it's like a tea party thing, right?
0: Well, it's become a tea party thing. I mean, you need to bear in mind that the the tea party kind of started off in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, so that they, no, I mean like th- they went to the good. same original source. Uh, material apparently never
1: even happened the Boston Tea Party the Boston Tea Party yeah, never party even never happened, really happened it's
0: a good it. job I've never learned what it re- was really about
1: oh the it, American the angst in Boston like threw some tea shipping, in yeah because the, yeah. yeah. the British came and they were like piss off British yeah take your tea and fuck off Although they, I theorise if they put all that tea in the ocean does that make all the ocean and connected waterways one big cup of tea technically
0: just very very, very salty very diluted <laughs> tea <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's one way to describe it you could also describe it as a very cold fish soup
1: <laughs> with some tea there's probably a lot of shit in the sea
0: very literally
1: see this is how bad this track is <laughs> <laughs> you'd prefer to talk <laughs> about the average is yeah. no tread on me eh, it's fine but if you think of like songs that should be on classic records like this isn't a classic no no it's pretty average Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose the next side. The, they wouldn't start the next side of the tape with Through the Never, though, would they? Sorry, Through the Never's next. Let's have a little listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Through the Never. Yeah,
0: good. Yeah, fine. It's kind of. He- uh, uh. A mid-album
1: really dirge, has, hey. hasn't it? Yeah. There's, there's just nothing going on here. It's fine. It just sounds like Metallica. I can't. This. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but but so
0: it, between this and the previous two songs, then it's 14 minutes of eh, uh,
1: wherever uh, I may rums, At least, at least there's a song in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing particular to say about
1: yeah. this that's correct nah. let's keep rolling let's keep rolling okay Nothing Else Matters. I fucking love this song. This pissed off a lot of Metallica fans back in the day as well, but man, you can't deny it. This is a great tune.
0: Why did it piss them off? Was it just, oh, a, again, ballad. ballads? Oh, well, no. Apparently,
1: as well, when um, Hetfield wrote it, he was only dicking around, really. He was just like sat in his room working on it, and Lars says, right, that's going on the record. And apparently, Kirk Hammond was like, all I, hang on, what's the quote, all I could think at the time was, James wrote a fucking love song to his girlfriend. That's so weak. <laughs> <laughs> that was the attitude back then, I guess. But uh, I like it. I like it. It's a great song. Strings work in it. The uh, that little noodle at the start—that's fucking iconic.
0: Nothing yeah. wrong with this. No. Lovely stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I, I think it—it's it, uh, apparent. Well, apparently, it's uh, one of the playable songs on Guitar Hero Metallica. I see. I don't well, know if that's one of the. Actually, there's
1: a lot of Metallica songs on. Guitar Hero <laughs> Metallica
0: Yeah but on Guitar Hero Metallica it, it's got some of the classics but uh, but it, it's quite nice that it's got something a bit mellow whereas you know I, I've not played Guitar Hero but I imagine that the, the main aim is to you know just thrash about a bit as well as being a bit precision-y whereas this strikes me as being quite a precision-y song when it comes to playing it even on Guitar Hero let alone on an I actual play,
1: guitar I have to played Guitar Hero Metallica and I do not remember playing this one but it can't be that hard, can it? Unless you're on hard. <laughs> uh you know uh, Kirk Cameron's not on this song at all. And this is one of the only times Hetfield ever does a solo. And the solo's fine. It's not amazing. But it's pretty good. Uh yeah, I don't know. Everyone's probably heard this one, you can all play it in your head. It's uh, I think it's a cracking song. It really fits the album it breaks up it certainly broke up the monotony of the last three, eh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit it's a it's a big and very welcome uh change from from what's gone before. Um, All the six and a half minutes, six and a half minutes,
1: yeah, yeah. To say they were trying to knock the long songs on the head, they've uh, yeah, they've really written some long songs,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I've heard sick of it all albums that are shorter than six and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: eh, it's a hit though, this, it's yeah, a yeah, hit. yeah. Okay, what have we got next of Wolf and Man? <laughs> So, yeah, of Wolf and Man. I was actually looking at a list of Metallica someone when it ranked every Metallica song, and this was like third worst ever. Apparently, and I was like, "Really? Oh, Carl, I think this is a fucking bad yeah. They like this one.
0: Yeah, that's so harsh. Yeah,
1: no idea yeah. what I was doing down no, no. there.
0: I mean, I, I've never listened to the whole album. Uh, what was it called, Lulu?
1: I kind of secretly like Lulu. Do you? I oh, do. Okay, and the album that killed Lou Reed. The yeah, thing, it's not even on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's vanished. I think it's been. Like, I kind of like it because really? it's fucking bananas.
0: Yeah, but but so this person is saying that there are better songs on oh, no, the, on Lulu's, that. Lulu's not. Is that not considered? Not even acknowledged in that. Oh, is it not? Okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll leave him alone. One one, one thing that in- is interesting about the song of Wolf and Man is it's one of only four songs from this album that uh, have yeah. a Wikipedia
1: page because it's it's about something like Daft like being a wolf in it. That's yeah, what do you write about it?
0: Well, uh, it, it took three of them to write about uh, write the song, um, which, which is rare. Um, I like but it. Yeah, I mean, the melody is really interesting. It's, it's about werewolves, yeah.
1: It's about yeah, something about being a wolf or something. Yeah, metal. Yeah, metal.
0: Yeah, it's but, like proper metal in it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But I love that. Therefore, I am. I think it's just another, I think there's some really interesting melodies in there. There's a version on S and M as well with the orchestra. That's fucking badass as well. I think that might be better than this yeah i really like it okay it's a hit. i don't know why this one yeah would be so apparently reviled by other fans they play it live all the time so i yeah. like it yeah i think it's a tune mm. liking it uh right let's see what we got next oh god here we go uh okay Ugh, the God that failed there, man. This is another boring plotter, isn't it? Uh, apparently, it's about his um, it's about his mum. She died because she was like a Christian Scientist, and she got cancer or something, and she wouldn't try any medicine because she thought.
0: Is that a Christian Science thing?
1: Yeah. Wow. So God's so, so this is James having a go at God because he did he let his mum down, which is, you know, that's some pretty sad, uh, so some
0: dark roots to the song. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't think he's really comes through on this. Although I do quite like the way he does that. I hear faith in your cries. I think that's a nice little line. But wasn't that man? This is average. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought it was. I, I see faith in this your eyes, both. or is that a both? Yeah, uh, yeah, I see what he's done there. What he's done yeah. is like referred to sight and then referred to uh,
1: Classic, vo- eh?
0: vocals uh, uh, vocalisation. What a cat! Yeah,
1: uh, I uh, think uh, he did another song about this. Wasn't. Bleeding Me, our hero of the day. One of those two is about this as well. It's way better. I wish I could remember which one it was. Uh, Bleeding Me, our hero. Anyway, because there's a bit on uh, S&M again. I guess it's Bleeding Me.
0: What's S&M? Uh, it's the second time you said it. Symphony of um,
1: Metallica, I think it was meant to be. It's okay. They did, like, they did a DVD and CD with like a full orchestra. Oh, okay. It's pretty badass for the L- most part.
0: Kind of like a Metallica version of MTV Unplugged.
1: Yeah, but yeah bombastic, yeah, yeah. With the guy who did the strings for Nothing Else Matters, and that as well. Okay. It was right at the peak of their short hair, after tits on cocaine, like just before. Yeah. What was that song they did for the Mission Impossible soundtrack? I disappear. That's like one of my favorite Metallica songs. No one else hates it. You know the one? Here, he, he, here we go now. Anyway, it's around that era, and yeah. I think it's fucking nice. they should I think they should cut the row and get back on coke. What was the point? Oh yeah, at the end of that. I think it's another it- song about his mum dying of this. And he says off mic to himself, just when I finish playing it live. You can just hear him say, just start to himself, Mama. You're like, Oh, Oh, bless him. He just wants a big cuddle. He wants a big cuddle and to shoot some squirrels, obviously. Yeah. You fucking hate squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this sucks.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's, it's, it's quite long. It's quite self-indulgent. It's, it's, it doesn't really go
1: anywhere. It's eh, It's all right. It's fine. It doesn't belong on one of the greatest albums of all time, though. No. Unlike uh, the next... Oh, no, wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay my friend of misery which is doesn't even make sense of the title does it my friend of misery
0: maybe um it's about his friend um uh whose first name is Offal, yeah, um an Offal, yeah Offal, yeah, uh awful misery um, it, it's quite a traditional name in the Shetland Isles um so but you know people with the first name offal often get just called off um uh, yeah. Off misery yeah, yeah. They they capitalised f- it then it's, yeah it's, it's it sh- yeah it, it needs a capital but a lot of people just don't understand the origins of the song I see. um yeah, I see. so yeah my my friend of misery it's about uh James Hickfield's pen pal in the Shetland islands uh who he's been writing to from the age of
1: seven I see. Yeah, and he uh, told Newstead about this. He obviously he's waited three years to get a writing credit.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Newstead and uh, Ulrich uh, got in a little bit on it as well because they used to um, put little postcards in the letter, uh, the letters that went to Ov. Um, so you know Hatfield would write, you know, a, a couple of pages, but then uh, Newstead and Ulrich would uh, just pop in a little postcard just to say hello to Ov. Um, and that's why they got credits on this. I yeah. Yeah. One of the interesting things about the song, My Friend of Misery, is um, that it's one of only four songs <laughs> on, on this album, which uh, doesn't have a page on the, uh, Wikipedia. It's the third one that doesn't have a page
1: on it Wikipedia? It is the third chance. one. I, I think I can guess what the <laughs> other one is. Uh, ah, it's that same plodding pace again, the creepy guitar. I mean, I, feel like, I quite like Hetfield in the verses. It's all right. But the chorus is a bit daft.
0: Yeah, and it, it just seems to go from slow to fast to slow to fast for, for no particular reason other than because they can, rather than because yeah. it, it was ne- ne- necessary for the song.
1: There's some, uh, there's, 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 um, there's a bit where it drops and they do like the reverse reverb solo, and then there's like an I made any twin solo, and then there's a standard hammer solo. That bit's kind of nice. Mm. But, Jesus, six and a half, no, nearly seven minutes at this stage of the game. Whew. One of the greatest dams ever, and they're lining up this shit, the God that failed my friend Misery. Yeah, this one's. This is not a hit. This is just fine. Mm. It's all right. It's but eh, It's fine. Let's see what's coming next, though. The struggle within. actually made me think it was better than i thought it was the first time i had it actually that sounded pretty good that little bit we listened to
0: it did yeah um and it it's a bit punky it's it's quite pacey as well yeah old school metallic yeah yeah. um and and that kind of garagey uh influence coming coming in there as well and i think i think it's it's almost like the, the saying at the end of the album like just just chucking one more in for the the old fans
1: um they had 79 minutes to play with now on the cd so yeah whack another couple in there it's fine it's all right it's better than the last two
0: yeah is it yeah
1: maybe at least it's half as short and that's but, you know you should <laughs> be thinking that if this is many but you know
0: yeah yeah it was it was pretty
1: good it was fine it's not a it's not a big hit though i don't think it's
0: no I, I i think it's all right and it's it's uh it's a better way to finish off the album than if it wasn't there i think that's probably an important thing to say because yeah, o- otherwise me. you you've finished with oh my god yeah 11 minutes of the god that failed and my friend <laughs> of misery um yeah that's true yeah um but yeah no it's interesting you ask if there's uh any facts i know about this song <laughs> <laughs> um one of the interesting facts I know about this song, and I know many, Did you get this from its Wikipedia page? Um, I would have got it from its Wikipedia page. However, uh, this song is one of only four songs on this album to uh, not have its own Wikipedia page. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's true, <laughs> man. Um, uh, which, which prevents me from revealing any more fascinating facts about the song uh, other than um, that actually about... Uh, a chick trying to get out of its egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about the struggle within. My uh, daughter, I, I have children, um, they're very nice, but my daughter this morning asked me which came first, the chicken or the egg. Huh. And she was uh, quite upset when I said the egg.
1: Wow. Well, uh, yeah. Hang on, Who who laid the egg then?
0: Well, an egg is identified by the being inside it, not the being which gave birth to it so so my argument with, with with my nine-year-old daughter was that but in essence two not quite chickens mated and gave and what came from that mating was Bust. a fertilized egg which Bust contained chicken. a chicken and because it's identified by the creature within not the creature it's from then it's a, uh, the egg came first because the egg was there before the the creature was identifiable Within.
1: Why are we talking about eggs again?
0: Because the song The Struggle Within is actually uh, it, it's actually a childhood tale that Hetfield and Ulrich used to tell each other uh, over shortwave radio <laughs> um, across the Atlantic um, about a chick that just couldn't get out of the eggshell because it was too thick.
1: I see. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> i got no way go after that. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so i mean o-
0: overall it, it it's a pretty great album you know i, I think there's there's no denying there, that yeah parts. yeah yeah and it it I, I think you know there are so many bands out there that um this would have been like an entry to to like proper rock um and you know huge influence on music that well, followed by the
1: bucket load. yeah was, yeah they had like a listening party in an arena or something somewhere in san Francisco i think what? Like, like and all they did was play the record and like thousand people turn up just have a bit of a listen Your cat just screw you over there yeah it's metallica uh but i counted up and out of the 12 tracks i only counted seven of them as hits that's only 58.3 percent
0: 58.3
1: percent that's 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 a, a squash tomato one rotten tomato scale isn't it that
0: yeah wow But i think the
1: greatness of the seven means I, it pulls it over to hit for me i think overall yeah i think it just needed two less tracks if they cut Struggle Within and My Friend Misery My Friend of Misery whatever it's called I think
0: no I don't think and you then cut the, the
1: Struggle Within you maybe cut The, the God That Failed oh yeah maybe yeah. yeah but then yeah but then that would have pulled it up to 70% hit rate yeah so it's a hit but just yeah.
0: also it would have it would have knocked off 11 minutes so I suppose it depends on whether you do it from from number of tracks or by minute what's the percentage by minute by minute
1: oh god well, some of the ones i like are pretty long though right yeah like, yeah nothing else miles is quite long A Wolfman, a wolfman's not wherever i'm real long yeah unforgiven's pretty long trues long sad so I, I, I i think
0: yeah you know so especially if you get rid of them two then you know you're talking an over 80 percent surely
1: yeah maybe yeah, yeah. By but, the they're, minutes. but they're on it but they're on it so they, you can't what are you yeah. gonna do okay that's like saying you could release one album with I don't know yesterday's on and then nine tracks of shit and then it's a great album it's, like, it's not a great album It's just got one essential song on
0: mm.
1: Mm. So I, I don't d- know it's I'd, I'd, good I'd have
0: to read through the linear notes on that
1: the one. linear notes that still sounds right to me your cat's a prick eh
0: <laughs> she is, she's, she is. She's, she's, she's
1: really having a go at soul's leg here yeah and now she's staring him out you might
0: and <laughs> looking at me like I'm the one who's got a problem because my leg happens and to no, be she's there she's
1: trying to disembowel your legs with her back pause there yeah what an asshole yeah yeah right well Anyone? on that note Should we spin the wheel and see what we're getting up to next week yeah okay let me just pull up the. Uh, we're using a website I think I mentioned it at the start it's um, besteveralbums.com
0: shall I uh, put in here like really cleverly in, in the the post-edit thing put in like the sound of a roulette wheel I or like it, yeah. something like that so just to build the excitement did, do, as we did, uh, work did, 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 did towards finding out the number can for we get the, the
1: countdown music
0: the countdown music, did, well you did, could just did, do that
1: did, 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 boom. Boom. Okay, so our random number generator was pulled up 73. Let me have a look here. 73. Oh, man. Wow. It's a good one. Ah, That remains to be seen for me. We are looking at Thriller by Michael Jackson. 73rd. I thought that would have been way higher. 73. Isn't it like the biggest selling record of all time or something? Well, it used
0: to be. I mean, I know it's not in Finland, (laughs) Um, Because I recently uh, was looking at the list of the best-selling albums in Finland. And obviously, uh, as we all know, Yari Silanpa um, is uh, still uh, the top-selling album uh, with his his, uh, self-titled album. Yari Salanpa. Uh, and well. a lot of
1: friends in Finland, so they might some of them might be listening, so we'll see what they say about that. Yeah,
0: but that's sold two hundred and seventy-two thousand copies. Man, that's like
1: one in every year. Yeah, episodes.
0: where was uh, Where was Michael Jackson Thriller was number forty one in Finland? Hundred and
1: nineteen thousand. So, man, have you seen the records that are around this as well on this list? Directly next to Thriller, there's fuck me. There's Weezer Blue. I'd love to talk about that. Appetite for Destruction, love to talk about that. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, I'm pretty glad we're not doing that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> if we I thought, used if we to love Black that was album. Long, yeah. Whoa. And then Paranoid after that, I'd love to talk about Paranoid. Uh, but right in the middle of all that sits uh, old Jacko. Michael right, Jackson. so we will see you, I guess, then, in two weeks. Oh, yeah? I thought we might do a thing where we uh, say, what album have you been listening to this week that you would recommend? Oh... Uh,
0: You thought we could do that, and you'd just just say it to me now, um, just to see what the reaction is. I I, uh, I, I think (laughs) one of the albums I've been listening to loads uh, the last couple of weeks, um, and it's handy that you just throw that to me without giving me any warning, (laughs) um, is an album called Death to Traitors. Um, Are you familiar with the album Death to Traitors? I am not. Um, By the band Poor um i think they were on atlantic records oh, in the the mid 90s poor like one of them things what a cat has got it oh, has okay. a poor paw, p-a-w um nowadays there's some fucking indie wankers um called paws which i see every now and again like they're touring and i'm like oh my god and then i realize it, it's it's some yeah it's some indie guys instead uh, but yeah the band poor they were ace They i think they were initially filed under grunge uh, with their first album, which I think was called Dragline, off the top of my head. Uh, and that had that had a really good song on it, uh, which was kind of their, their main quote-unquote hit, which was uh, a song called Jesse. And the chorus was, Jesse, or a good dog, such a good dog, uh, which some people may remember. But yeah, their second album, Death to Traitors, is Traitors, is beautiful. It's, it's from it's the day, the not-
1: Huh? Is it, it's not a new record then, it's an old album. No,
0: it's from like 1996, 97. Oh, okay. So I've been listening to it on my.
1: Uh, on. Let's have a little look-see on the list, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it Paw might Paw. not be on
1: there. Um, oh, yeah, there's Paw and Paws. Yeah, you know, you're right.
0: Uh, so on Spotify, the the band doesn't exist at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know about any other
1: services. The best Paw album is ranked 12,543 and is. Uh, Dragline,
0: Dragline, yeah, no. Death th- to
1: Traitors, it's not, it's not even listed. Death to Traitors
0: is a much better album, but it, it won't have sold anywhere near as well. I I, I don't know if it was criti- you know, well critically acclaimed, but like Dragline was promoted as, hey, here's another grunge, grunge band for you to buy, yeah. uh, and then uh, Death to Traitors just wasn't really promoted that well. I, I don't seem to recall, but it's a beautiful album. It's got touches of grunginess and touches of country and kind of alt rock in there and it, it's it's really lovely um the guy who is the the lead singer i can't remember his name off the top of my head he's maybe maybe he's a guy called mark actually Uh-oh. um uh but he uh is i managed to find him on twitter uh, a few years back and uh, followed him and, and said I, I really loved his albums and i think nowadays he's a professor in english literature or in poetry or something similar um so yeah, but I'd recommend that's worth a listen if you can find it.
1: Well now I guess you found me. But you put a cuff around me. Talk your baddy up and down me. Have my enemies around me. Was it so dumb to stand so tall? Was it so dumb to stand at all? Is that what brought you here? Is that what by Paul, but it's not a According to this, so you can buy it on Amazon, Amazon MP3, eBay, and download on iTunes. Ah,
0: it's just it not is on Spotify, It's not on Spotify, a apparently. Yeah, I don't know if that's maybe something to do with, because we're on Atlantic Records. I don't know if maybe that's the thing. Because hmm. um, you don't hear much of them anymore, do you? Um, what about you? What have you been listening to, Mark?
1: This week, I've been listening to the most recent Lucera record, Among the Ghosts, which is a sort of alt-country band, but they've... Uh, great sounds call them on
0: the ghost how are we spelling lucera
1: l-u-c-e-r-o They're normally like quite upbeat drinking songs and this sort of thing. And the weird thing at this site, it looks like a black metal album cover. It's like, and then because the guys just had like a wife, he's got a wife now and a kid. And normally when this happens to bands, they have like a eight, live grand record. Yeah. And he's done the opposite. This album's like just full of paranoia and guilt and <laughs> like the stress of this responsibility. And it's dark as shit. And it's wow. Fucking awesome. It's called Among the Girls. I'd definitely recommend having a listen if you were. Uh, if you think that sounds like someone you might be interested in,
0: that sounds like my experience of having a very young baby. Yeah, just <laughs> you're just love this, just right? c- completely like sleep deprived and yeah, yeah. You got to dark places sometimes in the middle of the night, where you, know, you <laughs> can't sleep and you are just pacing
1: back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, See, yeah. I I, don't, I ain't got no kids. Yeah. Ain't got no kids, right? So next week, it's a good job uh, keep your kids away from next week's episode Fortnite. or the week after because it's uh, yeah, sorry, oh, <laughs> fortnight. That's two weeks, if anyone's in America. Because uh, we are doing L. Michael Jackson Thriller. I've been Mark Howes.
0: And I've been Saul Henry.
1: And uh, we give Metallica a hit. And for now, it's the best album we've done. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. 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 Ta-ra. Tira pack.
0: James Headfield came out. Like, Get around. jail. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, boys and girls? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big ol' what's his name? Hey! <laughs>